Hey, make some noise for God's goodness with this weather, huh? Woo! Sunshine, that's what I'm talking about. Well, good morning, Radiant Church. On behalf of the staff, we are just so excited that you guys came to celebrate with us this morning. Are you ready to celebrate God's goodness? Yes. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. We are here to celebrate specifically um, some of the results of our REACH initiative that we've been walking through as a church for the last six weeks or so. But how long has this been in the works, though? Man, oh, well. Way back, way back, years and years and years, technically maybe even seven years ago is when Jason this would started. Say it so. started on a Monday afternoon, Monday afternoon and the lights were off and you guys know how the story goes, but we're here to celebrate those results and, and this morning just to share some scripture that we've been chatting about, John 21, 5 through 6, it says he called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Amen, amen. And that is what reach is about. It is about casting your net further, exploring something new, and trying something different. Amen, amen, amen. And that is what it's all about. It's all about getting outside of the walls of the church, which we're literally doing right now. Praise God for that, right? And it's all about reaching people, reaching more, finding people who are lost and in need and finding your one. And so uh, today we have a lot to celebrate as one body, which is fantastic, coming together. Um, there's a couple numbers we want to celebrate today. First is the amount of ones that were committed. And, uh, and we just want to, if you received a, a name, you maybe received a little slip of paper, uh, hopefully you have that. Do me a favor right now, uh, even if you don't have it in your hand, go ahead and stand up if you received that slip of paper because this represents the number of ones that were committed. Radiant Church, we had pledged, we had committed 112 ones. So praise God for that. Praise God, praise God, God for God. that. Take a look around. Take a look around. This represents 112 people. Those standing, this represents 112 people. Those are real names of ones that you have. Can you imagine, can you imagine what God could do if he could reach every one of those names? The, what would happen to Radiant Church? How much further could we reach beyond that? We want you to see this number and, and just dream with us and just pray with us about what God could do through that. So praise God for that. You guys can have a seat. Thank you for doing that. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. The second number that we're going to celebrate with you guys this morning is the number of pledges that were made. So we're celebrating the amount of ones, which is 112. We're celebrating the amount of pledges. Now, I'm not talking about that total number, even though I know you guys are just itching to hear what that is. But I'm talking about the amount of pledges that were made. And as of, uh, I believe, yesterday, our final number, Radiant Church, in the midst of this REACH series, we had 139 pledges made for the REACH initiative. Yeah, Can we praise, praise God, God for that this morning? Come on. Amen, amen, amen. Our goal, uh, our goal is that everyone would get involved and, and everyone would... Uh, participate in that, not with equal gifts, but with equal sacrifice. And so part of REACH was the financial commitment. Our goal was to raise, uh, our goal is to raise rather 
$300,000. And so we asked for your pledges. We asked for your commitments a few weeks ago during Commitment Sunday. And uh, what we plan to do with that is we plan to renovate the Pleasant Hill facility, make room for a daycare. We plan to eventually relocate the Ankeny campus and make updates to the Pleasant Hill facility. And that requires money. And so we asked you, Radiant Church, we said, hey, what are you willing to commit? Are you willing to commit to reach and come up with a number for, for the next two years? And so we encourage you, if you made a pledge, we encourage you actually today, make today Celebration Sunday, the day where you actually start bringing that back to, to the church. And we encourage you to start uh, financially giving towards reach if you haven't already, which a lot of you have. But like I said, our goal was uh, to pledge $300,000. Don't be discouraged. We didn't get 300,000 though. And that's okay. We are so proud of this church and the journey that we have been able to go for together. I mean, just in this past six weeks, the amount of growth we've been able to see in this body. And Ben's right. We did not pledge $300,000. In fact, as of this morning, we have pledged over $430,000 to reach. Can somebody praise God for that? Over $430,000 has been pledged over the next two years for reach. We are ecstatic. We are thrilled. We are way over the 300,000 that we plan for. And that's why today is Celebration Sunday, right church? Amen. We've got a lot to celebrate. And man, God is so good to us. We're so, so excited. And this confetti is biodegradable, by the way, so don't worry about that. Uh, but anyway, let me go ahead and pray for us as we continue on in worship and celebrating all that God is doing through Radiant Church, and will do. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we are just blown away by your faithfulness, and we're blown away, God, by the generous hearts of our church who have committed over the next two years to bring back 430,000, and I know it's going to be more than that. I, God, we're just, we're just humbled. We're humbled by your faithfulness, by your goodness to our church. What a blessing it is to be here today in your creation as one body, Lord, from multiple different locations, representing uh, two different places, two different communities even, to reach the ones, to reach further beyond our walls. So, Lord, would you guide us uh, every step of the way? We are so, so grateful for you, and we have good reason to be. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I am so glad that you are here. Man, what an amazing, amazing week. And, um, yeah, as they said, you know, the REACH campaign has been more than this six-week focused campaign on trying to position Radiant into the future. It's a, it's a story that started years ago. Yes, it started in a Monday morning, actually, in the darkness of a room with God asking the question, hey, are you okay that this building isn't getting used most of the week? And I think most of us know the answer, no, it's not. It needs to be used. We need to get out into the community more. We need to be a blessing in our community. And that conversation started with a lot of prayer and a lot of intentionality. Okay, Lord, what is it you would have us to do? And then COVID kind of hit and it delayed it a little bit. And then, you know, it just started those conversations out of COVID saying, all right, Lord, where are you taking us? What's new? The, the world's changed. Things are different. What would you have us to do? And so I want to thank a few folks as we started to take steps into that. And one of the first people I wanted to thank was Bob Larson. And uh, yeah, give it up for Bob. 
amongst a lot of things, Bob and I lead the board, and uh, so we talk a lot and we meet together. But I want to thank Bob for endless conversations and probably rantings and ravings of a lunatic on coffee sometimes in the morning. He's so nice and uh, on that, but patiently listening as we both began to challenge, hey, we think the time is right to take Radiant to the next level, to ask God and to step into more. And uh, I just want to, for one moment, thank you uh, as being one of the people at the lead of that to say, you know what, we're going to lead that charge, we're going to get the board on board, and then we're going to take it to the next level with the staff and go beyond that. And uh, thank you for those times together in prayer. And uh, it just shows more and more again, you know, I consider Bob a mentor in my life, how important it is that you have a mentor in your life and that you do life alongside others. But uh, once again, could you just thank Bob and thank the board for that? Let me take a moment, if I could, and just invite the board to stand up. Uh, The board members that are here, could you stand up where you're at? There's one, uh, two, we got Bob here, we got Kevin here, and we got Jason here. Uh, Weston is with his family. uh, He said he wouldn't be here in the morning if they won their game last night. I'm guessing they won their game last night uh, on that in a soccer tournament. Would you thank the board for all their hard work that they've done? Thanks, team, for all that. And then there's one other team uh, that I'd like to take a moment and acknowledge as well. And that team I'm going to ask to come forward if they could. And that is the REACH leadership team. Uh, If you were part of the REACH leadership team that would meet on Monday nights at the various meetings, talking through that, would you come and just come forward here? I want you to see that these aren't just staff. These are volunteers. These are leaders from various departments and people. And they, what you don't see and what you don't know are the many Monday nights at an Ankeny library or a coffee shop or at the Pleasant Hill facility for six, seven, eight months in advance, their whole day entire meetings uh, with a consultant to talk things through, giving up time for work and family and so forth. This is the team, though, who was working tirelessly behind the scenes on all the tiny details and all the many things that needed to be done through every department, just things like marketing and things like even just the name reach came from this group. Um, Whether that's just all the details for artwork, uh, for today, where that's the worship night. Uh, That was an incredible night uh, on that. All the little details, we sometimes forget it takes an army to make that happen. Radiant, this is your REACH leadership team. Would you thank them for all their hard work and everything that they have done on that? And before we get get started, team, I'd like to pray over you, if I may. And it's a prayer of gratitude, and it's a prayer of blessing on your lives. Can we pray? Lord, may we never take for granted the gifts that you give us. And one of the amazing gifts that you've given Radiant is leaders. I thank this team for the many hours of sacrifice that they gave. I thank you, Lord, for their creativity, for their humility for their willingness to serve their king to advance the kingdom. And Lord, I pray blessing upon their life. You are a generous God and may you bless them abundantly. May their cup overflow as Radiant's cup overflows. May your mercy continue to abound. And may you, Lord, just step them and allow them to go forward with more in their lives. We thank you for all that you've done. 
And I thank you for these servants. In your holy and precious name, amen. Would you thank them one more time on that? I was going to preach this morning, and then um, about seven days ago, Bob sends me an email, and he says, hey, here's what I think you should preach on. This is good stuff. The Lord shared this with me, and I thought, that is really good stuff, as it usually is with Pastor Bob, but I thought, why am I going to be the one to talk about that whole thing? You're going to talk about it, too. So I'm going to invite Bob to come forward. He's going to teach half of this time on what the Lord's put on his heart, and then hopefully uh, I'll follow up with that, and then uh, we can praise the Lord again, and then maybe eat, which would be really cool. So would you welcome Pastor Bob one more time? Hey, this is, a, uh, this is a good morning. This is a good day. And um, so you met the team who've been, as uh, Jason said, have been meeting for many, many, many months now, uh, a lot of early mornings and late nights and just all the things that they've gone through. And um, so today's a momentous day, not only because of the ones that have been identified, not only because of the dollars that have been pledged. This is a momentous day because now the team that did all the heavy lifting their heavy lifting is done, and now the heavy, yeah, and now the heavy lifting goes to you. Yeah. That, that, okay. Matt, Maddie's stoked about that. Yeah. Um, so let me share with you a section of scripture that came to my mind uh, that really applies to this. This is from the book of Ezra, which you probably have not spent a lot of time in, neither have I. But this is from Ezra chapter 3, and I'll give you the background in like one sentence of what's going on here. Israel has just come out of captivity. So that's, that's the background. That's what you need to know. And they're beginning to rebuild now. And here's what Ezra chapter 3 says. It says uh, in verse 10, it says, When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments and with trumpets and the Levites with cymbals took their places to praise the Lord as prescribed by David, king of Israel. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. He is good. His love toward Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. And it goes on. And when it goes on, it says that everybody was included. Uh, the young folks were included who maybe didn't have a clue what they're celebrating. Uh, the older folks were included. In fact, here's what it says about some of those uh, folks who'd been around for a while. It says, But many of the older priests and the Levites and the family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. No one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard far away. So you've got this mass mix of people of all age groups. Uh, some are shouting for joy, some are weeping for joy, and it's just all a big celebration. And here's one observation that I have as I read this that applies to us. And the one observation is this. I can't help but notice that as they're celebrating the foundation of this temple, they still don't have a temple. I know, that, that's a lot of applause, but you know, keep it down. But they still don't have a temple. In other words, the takeaway is, the application for us is, it's appropriate to stop and celebrate, but there's still work to be done. We still have to put our hand to the plow uh, and move forward. 
And so this is a great occasion. I mean, we asked for $300,000. And we've been, my wife and I have been at Radiant for 11 or 12 years, I don't know, a while. And I told somebody a few weeks ago, I, I can't remember if it was my wife or maybe Ben or somebody, I said, I have this feeling that, not a prophetic thing, I just have this feeling from being out radiant and knowing these folks that 300000 is going to be exceeded. And here we are, $430,000 pledged on a $300,000 ass. That's outstanding. You should give yourselves a, a hand for that. Absolutely. So having said that, now I've got to give you a dose of reality. The dose of reality is this, that we finished April financially with our giving down 36%, which means that pretty soon you start paying bills out of savings. I don't know how your house runs, but the Larsons can only do that for so long, and we don't want to have to do it at all. And so you can't live out of your savings forever. So another takeaway here is uh, honor the pledge that you made. At the same time, honor the tithe and the giving. And so it wouldn't make any sense for us to uh, start these microenterprises, to uh, have these, these ideas to reach out to the community. It wouldn't make any sense to do that. It wouldn't make any sense to move Ankeny into a new facility if we can't pay the operation expenses for those things. So while you honor the pledge, we need you to also uh, honor the tithe so that we can keep paying the bills. Okay, make sense? All right, great. Now. Uh, here's one, one last thing I want to share with you. We have shared uh, the goals of this campaign with you over the last several weeks. Uh, ben just, just outlined them again. But here's what's going on in the background. Even while we're here celebrating, we're on the uh, very front end of beginning to realize uh, the completion of some of these goals. Even while that's happening, in the background, there, ha there is and has been discussions about what's next. We haven't even gotten to what is yet. Now there's a what's next. There are people in the background talking and thinking about ideas, about ways to reach out, about starting another microenterprise. We've only introduced to you the ones we feel the Lord would have us focus on for right now. So there's more coming. And the thing that encourages me about this, the, these pledge amounts is that, in effect, what you said by writing down the name of a one in effect, by writing down your pledge, what you've said is the same thing that a man and a woman say to each other at an altar for a marriage. You said, yes. Yes, Jesus. I'm on board. Not just with Radiant, because there's a bigger picture here. You said yes to God, to what he wants to do. So, congratulations, well done, and keep your foot on the gas. Thank you. What's interesting is he told me about Ezra. I said, you know, funny, Bob, uh, there was another man that was alive around the time of Ezra as well. And he too would be put in charge of building something. And that man's name was Nehemiah. And Nehemiah was put in charge of building the walls of Jerusalem. And while Bob's absolutely correct, we need to take a moment and we need to celebrate the foundations of the temple are built Praise the Lord. Let's take a moment to just say, great is our God. Worthy is his name. Yea, God, and everything. But also it comes with a warning. 
And I'd like to share that warning with you today because I think it's an, a warning we all need to hear. I'm not trying to put ice cold water on this whole thing. I'm just trying to do what leaders do, which is to say, hey, in the moment of celebration, there also comes a caution we need to be careful of. You say, what is, what is that caution? Well, interesting enough, when we read the story in Nehemiah chapter 4, it says this. But when Sanballat, can you imagine naming your kid that? Of all the biblical names, that's not one I've heard. But when Sanballat, Tobiah, the Arabs, and the Ammonites, and the men of Ashad heard that the repairs of Jerusalem's walls had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, listen to what it says. They were angry. They were angry, and they plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. What's the point? You know, it's interesting when you, um, when you step into Jesus' earthly ministry. He gets baptized, and you expect immediately after that baptism story to hear of these amazing stories of him healing people and casting out demons and amazing things. But that's not the first thing we run into after Jesus was baptized. Anybody know what happens after that? He's taken out to the wilderness where he is attacked by the enemy for 40 days, 40 nights while he's fasting. Later, he would tell a story of a man who, who scatters seed, a farmer. That seed would fall on various types of ground. Sometimes that seed would fall, but it would land in the weeds. Sometimes it would land in the thorns. Sometimes it would land in a rocky space. Only one of the four seeds of everyone he threw fell on fertile ground. Anyone ever run the odds on that? It's only about 25%. And what he said was, when someone decides to come to a relationship with Jesus, when they say, I'm in, it's not over. While we celebrate that and we say, praise the Lord, you've made a decision for Jesus, he then tells a story about what those people, those different types of land mean. He's like, some are the thorns and the worries and the anxiety of his lives come and they choke it. Some of it, it, it's rocky ground and when the seed falls on it, it can't plant roots. It doesn't dig deep. His point being is, yes, take that moment to celebrate. Step obedient into baptism. But then it comes with a caution. Know that when you obey God, when you step into his work and his will, the enemy will come after you. That's my caution today. And I want to tell you, I know this personally because the enemy came after me in a bunch of ways just in the last week or two. And I got to think, man, as leaders of church, I, I realize I wear that burden sometimes. And, and it simply means this, if he's coming after me, he's coming after you, okay? And so I say, yeah, let's celebrate. But I want us to just take a moment and say, but let us be careful. Let us be cautious. Guard your heart. The enemy will find those little areas in your life that you've not been guarding, that you've not been taking care of, maybe those bad habits that you've allowed back into your life, maybe those relationships you haven't been cultivating, maybe the busyness. Who's busy this time of year? I know I am. Do you know he can use busyness? 
worry, anxiety, anger. Let me give you the biggest, the granddaddy of them all that the devil will use against you every single time. Unforgiveness. If you have not failed or if you have failed to forgive somebody, it's an open door for the enemy to come in. And so you've got to wrestle with that today. What areas in my life have I allowed an open door for the enemy? And let's resolve today to no longer allow those doors to be open. Because while we celebrate and praise the Lord, I'm so proud of y'all. I am so proud of y'all. You, I'm, I'm trying not to cry up here. I, you, you've blown, just, the Lord's blown me away. You've blown me away. It's amazing. Thank you. But team is your leader. I've got to do what Nehemiah did and what he said to the Israelites. And what did he say in Nehemiah 4.16? It said, from that day on, half of the men did the work while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. And those who carried materials did their work with their hand and held a weapon in the other. From then on out, his workers, yeah, they got the job done. They built the walls. But they built it holding stones and bricks in one arm and holding their sword in the other That's what I'm calling you to, Radiant Church. While I'm saying there, as Bob says, there's work to be done in the next two years, this is not the end of reach. This is just the beginning of the two years. Grab a rock and grab your sword because there is a very real enemy who comes to kill, steal, and is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for people like you to pounce on. I'm calling you to fight. And I know that's that some folks are like, what? I, what? I mean, aren't we Christians? We're supposed to be passive. No, we're not. The Bible says put on the armor of God. The Bible says fight. You are not an ecclesiastical doormat, and you're not a spiritual punching bag, okay? Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. The same power that conquered the grave lives inside of you. You are adopted sons and daughters of the one true king. That makes you royalty. How dare the enemy come against us? Stand bold. This is a season of courage, not a season of timidity. This is a time to stand firm. But that comes with sobriety, and that sobriety says, I keep that sword in my other hand. I'm ready to fight. And my friends, you are worthy of the fight, and our king is worthy to fight for. That's what the Lord put on my heart today. And you want to know what's so interesting? This is not a yay me moment. This is just how dumb your pastor is sometimes. I had a great sermon for you today written out on paper, and I left it on the counter at home. So today's sermon, as usual, brought to you by the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) But Radiant, I'm so proud of you. And today I want you to go celebrate. But then I want you to grab your sword, guard your lives, 
Guard your hearts. Protect your family. Do not lose sight of your king. And remember who you are. You are the redeemed. You are the forgiven. You are the holy. You are the righteous. You are the ones that have power in the name of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something about the name of Jesus Christ. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. We serve the risen king. Let us as a church act like people of the resurrection. We are not defeated. We have not been put down. We are alive in Christ. Live the resurrection in everything we do. Grab your sword and let's win the war. Amen? Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you because you are a risen Savior. We thank you because we have the privilege to worship you. We thank you for your abundance. We thank you for your generosity. We thank you that we give to you because you gave to us. Lord, we stand in humility. We stand in mercy. We stand with your grace. We stand firm. But Lord, we stand hopeful knowing that you still have much more to do. And we thank you, Lord, in your name. Amen. But listen, I do want to get one more caution. 430,000, that's a good number. But you know what I've heard at least three or four people say in the last week? Well, maybe I don't have to give my pledge then. Maybe I need to back off of my pledge. Two cautions I want to give you on that. Number one, your pledge wasn't given just abruptly. It wasn't just something you had a feeling and decided to do. We asked you to pray about it. We asked you to fast about it. We asked you to work it out with God. We asked you to be challenged, and we asked you to give the number that God put on your heart. If God put that number on your heart, I would caution you about stepping away from it. He put it there for a reason. How do you know that he's not using this time to stretch you, to challenge you, and to push you? God wants to bless you. This isn't health and wealth. I'm not teaching health and wealth. But the Bible says there is a blessing when we are obedient to God. And I am calling you to be obedient to your pledge because your spiritual development and your growth depends on it. Step into what God put on your heart. And the second reason I warn us is this. Maybe God gave us that $430,000 that he's going to give us because he is calling us to more, not less. Maybe he's looking at Radiant and he says, no, you didn't dream big enough. Dream bigger. I want you to step into more. I have more for you. I have bigger dreams. I have God-sized dreams for you. Step into more. Don't be satisfied with less. Live in more. Is Radiant ready to live in more? Let's not settle for second best. Let's step into more. Let's step into his blessings. Honor the pledge. And let's see where God takes us in the next few years. Because I think the best is yet to come. And I'm blown away now. I can only imagine what God's going to do in the future. Just know this. God's telling you, through the abundance, I have great things in store for you. I'm calling Radiant into more. This is their season. Let's step into that with humility, 
and obedience and grace because there's a lot of work to be done. And let's fight. Because lost people, hurting people, those in need, those walking in darkness, they're worth fighting for. And he's calling Radiant into a new season of more.